In 2020, with the pandemic raging across the United States, the healthcare industry's inefficiencies and inequities were laid bare for all of us to contemplate. One area pushed to the breaking point has been the vital work of healthcare staffing for our nation's heroes. To learn more about this systemic problem in healthcare, Matt Pierce, the president of Trusted Health and a national expert on the future of work related to the healthcare industry, joins us for a timely conversation. While together, Matt shares his entrepreneurial journey of building Trusted Health which was listed on Forbes' next billion-dollar startup list for 2020, how his company is addressing the industry's challenges and where he sees the future of work heading. Join us for this inspirational, candid, and critical conversation as we continue to work together to rebuild our healthcare industry. Welcome to Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli, where we highlight and speak with the innovators, the game changers, and the pioneers who are deeply passionate and relentless in solving the problems our world is facing today. This is your opportunity to connect with and learn from these leaders and to support them on their mission. Perhaps they will soon be hearing your story as well. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you on this journey with us. Matt, a big welcome to our podcast, and thank you for taking the time to be with us today. Mike, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. Well, Matt, I'm looking forward to our conversation today, especially given your expert view on the future of work as it relates to healthcare, especially since the world has changed so much during 2020. But before we chat about your journey with Trusted Health and where the industry is heading, a bit of housekeeping. While listening to any of our episodes, please make sure to join our free online community at passionatepioneers.com in order to share feedback and ideas and interact with the global ecosystem. Lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast. You will automatically receive episode updates in your podcast player. Simply search Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, Matt, it's almost time for our community to learn more about you and Trusted Health's mission to help people everywhere get care. But before we dive in, I'm going to have a randomly selected icebreaker question to get to know you personally. Let's see what we're going to discuss today. All right, we're going to go outside of healthcare, outside of all your work at Trusted Health. What's one thing that you love to do outside of your pioneering work in healthcare? All right. I would say this summer actually picked up a hobby. My brother got a boat. He lives in Springfield, Illinois in the Midwest. And I was able to drive from San Francisco to back home. And he introduced me to a sport called wake surfing where you actually are on the back of the boat, you throw the rope in the boat and you're basically, it's what I call the Midwest surfing. There's no waves in the Midwest, but it's our opportunity to have some fun on the lake and spend some time with family. And I really enjoyed it and excited to, you know, look for next year to do it as well. And I think the wake surfing, you're on an actual wakeboard, right? You're not on a ski, you're on a wakeboard, correct? You're actually on a surfboard. Really? Yeah. So you're on a surfboard, but behind a wakeboarding boat. It's wild. It's exciting. And it feels like you're just surfing a never ending wave. If you can do it right. A lot of people make it look a lot easier than it actually is though. I have wakeboarded in the past. I've never done wake surfing. That does sound exciting. I've seen a lot of people do it online and stuff. It looks really cool. Seems kind of new and kind of a new sport out there. I'll definitely have to give it a try one of these times, but I will say, you know what they always say the best boat is? It's someone else's. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Great to hear that you were able to get travel across back to the Midwest with your family and spend time with your brother and learn about wake surfing. That sounds like an exciting sport. Always love being outdoors, especially, you know, living here in Colorado and being able to enjoy them. So always good to get outside. So thank you for that, man. Thank you for sharing. And I'm looking forward to our conversation about your journey with Trusted Health and how 2020 and the pandemic have magnified the cracks in our approach to healthcare staffing after we get back from thanking our community champion sponsor. This episode of Passionate Pioneers is brought to you by Augmetics, ambient medical documentation and live clinical support. Did you know that nearly 75% of clinicians surveyed in a recent study say they spend over 10 hours per week on paperwork and medical notes? But clinicians who've adopted Augmetics are spending less time writing notes and more time providing superior care to their patients. Augmetics is a leading provider of remote medical documentation using remote AI-assisted live scribes to observe, listen, and capture relevant details from natural conversation for over 35 specialties. Augmetics provides real-time support that includes orders, referrals, and reminders to deliver accurate, complete, and timely medical notes. Augmetics brings back the joy of practicing medicine. To learn more and to bring the Augmetics joy to your practice, visit augmetics.com slash passionate pioneers or click on the link at the top of the episode notes. All right, we're back with Matt Pierce. So much to discuss today. The journey you're on with Trusted Health, the work is more important now than ever, especially where we are in 2020 with the pandemic and all of the cracks that have surfaced in this industry because of this crisis that is currently in front of us. I'm looking forward to diving more into your mission of helping people everywhere get care. But take us on that journey of how you built Trusted Health in the first place. You know, here you are coming up on your four-year anniversary, at least publicly, of Trusted Health. But give us that journey. You are an expert in this space. Give our community that journey of how you got to the point of founding and launching Trusted Health. And then we'll talk current state and then go into what does the future look like around this for our industry and what we need to be thinking about. Sounds good. Thanks, Mike. I've spent my entire career focused really on staffing and labor economics. So after I graduated school, I went to Illinois State University. And after I graduated, I started working for a company called Allegis Group. And they're the largest privately held staffing organization in the world. They do about $15 billion in annual revenue. And during my time there, for lack of a better term, understood how the sausage was made in the staffing business. And most people are familiar with staffing agencies. This is what Allegis Group was, but just an extremely large one across multiple different industries. And during my time there, I played essentially every role. Sourcer that, you know, goes out and tries to retrieve candidates, a recruiter, a salesperson. I managed an office, a region. And the last thing I did there, I was really fortunate, got into an executive leadership program. And they put me on this project called the Digital Transformation Project. And it opened my eyes to what we all know now, which is, you know, the case studies all of us are familiar with, the Netflix and Blockbuster, the Kodak and Instagram, right? And that was the first time my eyes were opened to what a digital solution and a digital transformation could do to a company and to an industry. And very quickly, I realized that 
you know, the organization that I was in, I wanted to be at the tip of the spear. I wanted to be the next wave of, you know, the future of work. And so a few weeks later, I moved out to San Francisco and was in search of organizations that were leading the charge there. And I found a company called Hired.com. And Hired.com was really the first of its kind labor marketplace that connected software engineers with employers across the globe and just learned a tremendous amount during my time there. And most importantly, met my co-founder, Lenny, who's my co-founder here at Trusted Health. At that point, honestly, Mike, I hadn't really been exposed to the world of healthcare at all. Was really fortunate, you know, for that. And my brother actually, in year one, while I was working at Hired.com, my brother broke his leg and, you know, was supposed to be in the hospital overnight, have surgery, be in a cast and on crutches the next day and out. And what ultimately happened, the table that they operated on him wasn't disinfected properly. And he ended up having to stay in the hospital for about eight weeks. He had eight different surgeries, went through skin graphing. It was pretty nasty. And it opened my eyes to the world of healthcare in a way that it never had been before. And I went down a personal path of exploration in which I didn't anticipate to have any sort of professional correlation. But what I found was that one medical error is the third leading cause of death in the United States. And all of these light bulbs, bells and whistles were going off in my head with the next pieces of information I found, which medical errors directly correlated to understaffed healthcare facilities and burnout amongst clinicians. And at that point, that was the aha moment for me when I realized my entire career, what I built up an expertise in, if I could apply that to the world of healthcare, it can make a huge impact. And that impact is on all of us as patients and for nurses and clinicians and allied healthcare professionals who you know, are providing the care. And so that was such an epiphany at that point in time, but that was year one at Hired. And I had a bunch to learn before I was going to start a business. And my co-founder, Lenny, who was actually at Hired as well, his mom's a nurse. And over the course of time at Hired, she was constantly asking him, when is a digital staffing solution going to come to healthcare? She repeatedly told him how healthcare staffing was broken. And a few years later, Lenny jumped out on a ledge and said, hey, I'm doing this thing. I'm starting a company and had the Jerry Maguire moment. Are you coming with me or not? And I would have been stupid not to join him. He's an incredible force. And that was in the summer of 2017. And it's been history ever since. Let's go back to summer of 17. There you are in San Francisco. You're a few years in at Hired, phenomenal organization. But I want to really focus in on jumping off that entrepreneurial cliff, Matt. I've done it several times myself. I've built uh, several startups and I know what it's like personally. And so I can share with what I'm about to say. Some of my mentors have really pressed upon me. Mike, if you're not a tad bit scared or if you're not a little bit anxious of jumping off that cliff and building that startup, you're doing it wrong. Give us a little bit of those aha moments. I'm going to start this company. Was it scary? What was it like? Pull back the veil a little bit and share with our community how you took that plunge off that entrepreneurial cliff and started building a company from scratch. Was it nerve wracking for you? Was it scary? Give us a little bit of that when you first started the company. Yeah, great question. First and foremost, it was terrifying. (laughs) So I'll start there. And 
Second of all, what really drove me through it was having a partner in crime and a co-founder like my partner, Lenny. And so, you know, that commitment to not looking back and pushing forward and truly jumping off the cliff and saying, you know what, we're not going to try and do two things at once because when you do that, you typically don't do either thing. Well, we're going to put everything we have into this. And, you know, that was the mentality we had. And when we looked at what we were, you know, approaching, we looked at healthcare, the largest industry on the planet. We are starting specifically within nurse staffing. So obviously nurses is the largest profession on the planet. We both had our personal ties on why we wanted to, you know, tackle the mission that we're after and the vision that we have and just got really excited about it. And there was no doubt that, you know, our passion, the total addressable market, you know, the need that was out there was in, you know, kind of smacking us in the face. Every conversation we had with healthcare leaders and clinicians, they all really, really felt the pain of the problem that we were trying to solve and wanted what we were trying to build. And we're going to dive into that in just a moment in regards to those pain points that you're solving, the aha moments of where the need is and how you are solving for it. But of course, I love spending time with entrepreneur founders just like you. So I have a couple more questions on the start of the company. Did you plan in your career? Did you know that you were going to be a startup founder? Did it just kind of happen because you saw the need in the marketplace and then somebody needed to solve for it? But even, you know, well before you launched Trusted Health, did you ever know or think that you were going to be a startup founder? Yeah, what I would say is early in life, I grew up in Springfield, Illinois. I had no idea that startups really even existed. I didn't know what they were. I didn't know about venture capital. In college, I didn't really even understand the concept in full transparency. To touch on a point that I made earlier, as I had that aha moment while I was at the first company I worked for, I knew that you know, digital solutions were going to drive the future of work, just as they've driven you know, pretty much every other walk of life that we interact with today. And so that's what got me out to San Francisco and Silicon Valley. And once I got there, then I really started to immerse myself in startup culture. I was fortunate to land right in the middle of it. So that's a little bit about the discovery, you know, from my personal journey. What I would also say is that I always knew that I was going to start my own business. Did I know it was going to be venture back? Did I know it was going to be a tech company? Did I know I was going to raise venture capital? No, but I come from a family of entrepreneurs. My dad and my grandpa have had their own tree business that's been in our family for over a hundred years. My brother is an entrepreneur and started a chain of car dealerships. So it was in the blood and I looked to those who have come before me and knew that I was going to start my own business. Just didn't know what flavor it was going to take. I love it. You know, I'm sure, like you said earlier, it is terrifying. I know exactly the feeling. I know right when you said it, I'm like, I know exactly the feeling <laughs> that he is discussing right now. I know yep. exactly it. No doubt about it. But holy cow, the other side of that coin, some of the highs are so high. The exhilaration about building something from scratch, that first customer. I still remember one of our startups when we received our first thousand dollar check in the mail for our yep. product. I couldn't even believe it. It was just an yep. amazing, amazing feeling. So Thank you for sharing that journey, Matt, and sharing those personal stories around 
you launching Trusted Health. And let's go there. Let's start going into Trusted Health, what you guys are building there. As we mentioned earlier, that you're really on a mission to really give an opportunity to rethink how we deliver care across the industry for patients and how we're doing it within the industry to help people everywhere get care. Love that mission. Let's talk about it. Give us that elevator pitch. What are you guys up to at Trusted Health? What are you solving for? Yeah, thanks, Mike. We're a healthcare staffing platform, and we've focused specifically on nurses to get started, and more specifically, actually, travel nursing. And so with 2020 being a hell of a year for all of us, no doubt about that, this has really risen to the surface and is a problem that we maniacally and relentlessly try and solve for our customers day in and day out. And so to take one step back, kind of looking on both sides of what we call our marketplace, we have, you know, nurses or clinicians on one side. What we found is that there is no digital home for clinicians. LinkedIn doesn't work for them. They don't have a great way to manage their careers. A lot of them have three ring binders that they're keeping their credentials, their licensure, their assessment tests, their CEUs, and they're really looking for a digital home and they can find that at Trusted Health. And on the other side of the equation, we have healthcare facilities in which spend a tremendous amount of time on staffing and scheduling and typically do so in very archaic and antiquated systems and processes, doing so in Excel spreadsheets and you know, picking up the phone and calling staffing agencies when their hair's on fire and they need a nurse. And really Trusted Health is a platform that drives the efficiency and allows us to provide the right clinician at the right time. And so it's been a heck of a journey for us and a rewarding one at that. So, And what are some of the use cases? What are you seeing? Like, you know, feedback from your customers. What's the experience been like for them? Yeah, I'll start with our nurses. So Mike, are you familiar with an NPS score, net promoter score? I am, but why don't you share that for our community? Because, you know, we never want to assume, you know, what it could do to both of us. So why don't you share with our community what that is to set the stage? Yeah. So net NPS stands for net promoter score. And a lot of tech companies use this to really measure the satisfaction of their customers. And the measurement is based off of a question that goes like this. It's essentially from on a scale of one to 10, what's the likelihood that you would recommend a friend to said solution, right? And obviously in our case, it's recommend a friend to trusted. And if the rating is a nine or a 10, it counts as a promoter. So it's a plus one. If the customer rates you a seven or an eight, it's actually neutral. So you get zero. And if they rate you one through six, it's a detractor. So it's negative one. And one of the things we're just tremendously proud of is right now we have an NPS score of 80. So out of every 100 people who take an NPS survey, we have a score of 80. And that is measuring ourselves, not just within healthcare staffing, but across really all software solutions of any industry. It's just an extremely high NPS score. And it speaks to the fact that nurses love trusted. And I think it's really stems from the fact that Mike, we've grown our team to about 130 people and 20% of our team is actually nurses who have left the bedside, really bought into our mission. And the most exciting part about it is they're the heartbeat of our company. 
and really take this nurse first lens and clinician first lens to our solution. And I think it shows in, you know, one way to measure that is NPS score, but it shows in day-to-day interactions and their satisfaction with the solution. We've essentially taken the old recruiter model, which what we've heard from clinicians was they felt like they were held hostage to information that a recruiter had. They felt like they were negotiating to buy a car or they were being sold into a position. Whereas on Trusted, they sign up, they build their digital profile, they house all of their credentials and licensure in their profile. They set their preferences and they essentially get matches in real time. You can think of it like a match.com, but for clinicians in their career. So it's been a tremendous experience for our nurses. And we work with over 2,000 healthcare facilities across the country, across every single state. And it's been an incredible journey. And our healthcare facilities are just over the moon about utilizing trust. And I think at the end of the day, it's just, they don't care who provides them the right clinician at the right time. They just need that clinician. And that's all we're here to do. So it's been a fun few years and so rewarding and have learned so much working in this environment. And in a moment, we're going to talk about the years to come as well. What's in store for you and the trusted health team and what you'll be doing for the industry and your customers that you do serve. But let's still stay a little current state. Let's get back to the pandemic. We teed it up on the front end. Yes, you're right. 2020 has been a hell of a year. It's been amazing what we have seen happen, both tragically, but then also, I believe, an opportunity for renewal and rebirth. I firmly believe that amidst great chaos, there's great opportunity. And I believe that the leaps that we're going to take within healthcare and innovation in the industry are going to be here for years to come. Some quick examples, look at telehealth, see what happened. You know, it's been amazing to see how much has accelerated around telehealth in 2020. And then also right now in front of us, as we're currently talking on this podcast, Matt, the vaccine. Typically what would have taken 10 years to get approval on a vaccine, we did it in 10 months. I mean, it's just been amazing. But specific to your world and the customers and the leaders that you serve in the industry, you know, 2020, it's revealed the cracks in our approach to healthcare staffing. Can you share a bit what you and the team have learned and what do you see as change and what is going to continue to change because of what we've experienced with the pandemic? Yeah, absolutely. I think we've been in a shortage of clinicians for quite some time now and we've been managing, I think, you know, as a healthcare industry and when 2020 hit more specifically when COVID-19 hit that really rose to the surface. And I think, expose some of those cracks that you're alluding to and really blew it open. And now more than ever, our clinicians desperately needed in order to save lives on a day-to-day basis. And when we think about the supply and demand of care, we think about there are different parts of the country that at any given time, based on this particular pandemic or even in a, you know in an environment that's not experiencing covid-19 there are areas of the country that have a surplus in supply of clinicians but they're not being utilized at that current time and then there are areas of the country that have a dire need for clinicians and this can range from rural areas to metropolitan areas if there's seasonality with snowbirds moving to florida or arizona during the winter if there's a natural disaster, there are things that happen every single day in which fluctuate the census and the acuity and you know the supply and demand of the care that's needed and the care delivery, the clinicians. 
and today we essentially don't have a mechanism to appropriately distribute or staff our workforce effectively. And so this just came really to the forefront of everybody's mind in 2020. And the mechanism that we've been using is essentially, you can think of it like a game of telephone, right? You would call a staffing agency, that staffing agency would then try and hop on the phone and call a bunch of clinicians to see if they are interested or available to fill a role. And as you can imagine, there's a lot of friction and a lot of time and cost and waste in that game of telephone. And what Trusted Health is bringing is to really more effectively distribute our workforce across the country through a platform and a digital solution that takes a job, a need that's available right now, instantaneously distributing it to the clinicians who have digital profiles on our platform and who have indicated their interests that their licensure and their credentials and their background and skills match. And in a very quick and cost-effective way, we deliver that clinician to the need. And so it's been exciting. It's been challenging and we still have a long way to go and a lot to learn. But, you know, I think it's surfaced in 2020, the need to really reimagine the way in which we execute on healthcare staffing as an industry. Well, again, as we mentioned, with the pandemic amongst us and now, of course, the vaccine coming into play and we're starting to be able to roll that out around the world. What do you see in the future, Matt? How does this industry look even after, you know, a kind of a post-pandemic world? You know, my hope is, is that a lot of these genies that have come out of the bottle in really a time of need, again, going back to like telehealth, right? It was desperately needed. And so we saw a massive acceleration there. And I hope a lot of these genies are not put back in the bottle because we have come a long way during this crisis. What do you see, Matt, on the horizon for trusted health, for the space and the customers that you serve in the next 12, 18 to 24 months? Yeah, great question. I think one of the major components in providing an effective workforce plan, developing an effective workforce strategy is actually having information and data in front of you that allows you to look at what's going on right now, what's historically happened, what are trends in the industry, what are market rates in the industry, where are we constrained from a skill set and a specialty perspective, how do we inform our education system in certain ways to help with these issues, how do we reskill and upskill our current workforce to mitigate any sort of supply and demand imbalance that we have in our country. All of that is driven from data and insights that quite frankly, we just don't have today. And we don't have it because we're executing on healthcare staffing and the old school staffing process is really done in a black box and there's no transparency given to the industry or given to the clinicians. And so as trusted health has really come to market, one of the things I get most excited about is really the cumulative and compounding data assets that we're acquiring and being able to share those with in a transparent way that really pushes the industry forward. And I'm a big believer in a rising tide raises all boats. And I really think that Trusted has the opportunity to do that by providing that data and allowing you know healthcare leaders and allowing clinicians to make the best decisions for their organization, for themselves as a clinician, in order to, at the end of the day, make sure that, you know, we're optimizing care delivery 
and doing so in an effective way and in a cost-effective way and quality care delivery. So those are some of the things I get real excited about and can really dive into and happy to you know take it whichever direction you'd like. Well, thank you for sharing that, Matt. Yeah, we might have to have it back on for a where are they now episode in 2021, because here we we are in the back end of 2020. I know within just a few short months, it's going to feel like a long few years, given how fast things are changing in front of us in real time. So maybe we'll have you back to unpack a lot of that because very important view on where we're heading and really appreciate those insights, Matt, as all of us listening in on the podcast, the community rallied around this podcast These are the things that we need to be contemplating and thinking about moving forward to get our industry healthy again. So thank you for sharing that. And let's talk about our community rallied around this podcast. We have some of the top leaders, the the passionate leaders that are moving our industry forward, that are really committed to the guests like you that we bring on. We want to flip the script on you. What is one problem, need, or question that our community rallied around this podcast can be helping you with or can be contemplating for you and Trusted Health. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. This is so cool to flip it back to my side. I think the questions that I have are really, I'm going to hopefully steal two here, one for both sides, one for the clinician and the other for the healthcare leaders. On the clinician side of the equation, what does your digital home look like and how are you leveraging that to progress your career? And on the healthcare leader side of the equation, My question for you all is how many agency workers are you using? How much is your system spending on it? And what's the plan for that in the future? And so the reason why I ask those questions is we have the opportunity to chat with healthcare leaders and clinicians on a day-to-day basis. Those are the things that they ask us. And those are the things that we ask in return. And it's something we're searching for on a day-to-day basis. And we do everything we can to try and help them in their journey to find those things. Hey, there's nothing wrong with taking two, man. I love it. it. You know, this is your episode today. Take the opportunity to do so because this is important and I'm glad you asked both of them. But with that, let's get some answers to you. Where can our community find you online to give you that feedback? Social media handles, websites, or otherwise, where can we find you, Matt? Yeah, thanks. We have our website, which is trustedhealth.com. We have a blog and a podcast of our own, which is hosted by Dan Weberg, and it's called The Handoff. So follow us there on all the podcast channels and me specifically, you probably the best avenue to find me on is just LinkedIn and would look forward to any listeners reaching out and having a conversation. And we'll include all those touch points in the episode notes for this episode in your podcast player. Just simply scroll down in your player and click on through via the episode notes, or you can head over to passionatepioneers.com, click on episodes. There will be a page for Matt's episode in there where you can leave comments, feedback, ideas that will go right to Matt again over at passionatepioneers.com. Well, thank you for sharing that, Matt. We're going to close it out. One of my favorite sections to close out this fantastic conversation, and it's a fill in the blank. I'm a passionate pioneer because? Because I'm a part of Trusted, which has a mission that it's relentlessly pursuing to help people everywhere get care by fixing a broken healthcare staffing solution. I love it. And I'll close on this, Matt. I'm so excited to continue to see leaders like you that have not been in the industry for decades on end that are bringing fresh ideas, new thinking, new energy to move the healthcare industry forward and to get this industry healthy again. 
We applaud your efforts, Matt. We are rooting you on at Trusted Health. Continue to keep us posted. Like I said, we might need to do another follow-up in 2021. But for now, get back after it. Continue your very important work out in our community and our industry. But for now, thank you for being with us today, Matt. Thank you, Mike. Really appreciate the time and the opportunity. Thank you for joining us today on Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. We'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast so we can continue to improve this community and to further support the pioneers being featured. Lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends and colleagues to join us. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you back with us during our next episode.